and welcome to your outdoors and western lifestyle radio show, The Bend Show, where we share the other parts of life with you in the outdoors or you know what, just what happens when we get out of the tractor, we pull the big rig over and we have a little fun. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck, and joining me as always is my producer, sound engineer, co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. We love hearing from all of you. Please be sending us your comments, stories, ideas. You can get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. Again, that's 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Now, Tigger here is being a little quieter than usual. However, I am going to still make him work, even though he just had his gallbladder out a couple of days ago. And they wouldn't let me keep it. <laughs> right? Bunch of garbage. It's mine. It you was know, hilarious. It was mine. It was mine to begin Tigger literally, before he went down under, you know, before they give you the funny gas and all that, he's having an argument with his surgeon saying, I want it in a jar. I want to give it to my mom. <laughs> And w- you know they can't, I mean, obviously they can't do it for obvious reasons, but doesn't it make sense, though? I mean, it's yours, right? Uh, you know, I'm it's not yours. even... Kind of like Gus says on Lonesome Dove when they take his leg off, you know, when he gets his leg amputated, yeah. and he said, save my leg, I might want to make a walking stick out of the bones. Okay, well, right? what are you going to use a gallbladder for? I the, don't know. You're hoping, like, what, one of those uh, turkey buzzards or something I like that's going to land and fly in here? I don't know, and, and I don't even know how big it was. <laughs> I have no idea how big the gallbladder is. Is it the size of a baseball? Is it the size of a quarter? Honey, I have honey, no I'm, idea. I'm looking at the uh, the sur- sutures that you have. It was not the size of a golf ball. Well. regardless i am glad to see you're able to at least sit up and have a little fun with us today our spotlight today is on the heat and the children the kids in our lives because you know what yes it is hot it doesn't matter if you live on the east coast west coast in between north or south it is hot outside kids are getting antsy Parents or the sitters, your nerves may seem frayed and wondering what to do with the kids. Well, it turns out instead of tossing, say, a new video game or downloading another app for the kids to play, pull out the old board games. Scientists studied several groups of nine-year-olds only to discover that hands down, children that played board games had higher math scores than those who did not. Board games enhanced not just mathematical abilities for young children, but also improved strategy effects on basic and complex math skills, plus added a positive cognitive and developmental skills as well. So there you have it. Pull out the Monopoly, the Game of Life game, or one of our favorites, especially if you grew up on a farm or ranch, the farming game and let the kids go wild. If you're wondering where you can get your hands on, say, the farming game, head to our website, thebenshow.com, as we have the links right there for you. We first head to Iceland. If venturing to Iceland anytime soon and want an experience unique as can be, for $400 American per night, you can spend the night in the middle of an Icelandic forest inside a bubble. Yes, that's correct. A bubble. The Bubble by Air Mango offers guests the opportunity to sleep in bubbles that are heated, have electricity, a king-size bed with bedding, a lamp, and a small bench with a nearby cabin offering bathrooms and other amenities. I'm kind of chuckling at this. At $400 a night, has me kind of wondering, 
what could I maybe charge for sleeping on my picnic table with an air mattress? Just a little bit of food for thought. Next, a health heads up for you all. The World Health Organization is reviewing if they may soon label the artificial sweetener aspartame as a possible carcinogen. Aspartame is used to sweeten Diet Coke, Coke Zero, chewing gum, breakfast cereals, ice cream, Diet Snapple, just a few examples. It's also known as NutraSweet Equal and Sugar Twin. Regardless of the decision, this is just a great reminder as it's always a good idea to keep an eye on those ingredient labels when grocery shopping. Now, have you heard of this latest trend? It's been debunked and we're going to talk about it and debunk it again. It is the beer for a better tan. It has been the latest TikTok trend where individuals are pouring beer on oneself in order to achieve a better tan. If you have or have not In my opinion, this is a heck no from back. Experts have weighed in on this trend and it has been debunked. See the experts that that that's the ones that are debunking it. Not just me. I'm just throwing in a little bit of common sense. We'll put it that way. The beer has, of course, no SPF protection and actually it attracts bugs and bees. So be safe, smear on the sunscreen and just drink the beer instead. Next, we head to Florida as there is a bunny takeover (laughs) that is in Wilton Manors, Florida. It is being overrun by lionhead rabbits. A bunny breeder in Fort Lauderdale illegally let loose the rabbits before they started multiplying on the streets. Hundreds of rabbits are now living in the backyards of homes in Wilton Manors. The bunnies have a shaggy mane and resemble lions, hence the name. Some families are feeding the rabbits while others consider them, of course, a nuisance as the bunnies are digging holes in the nice lawns. And think about it. These do breed rapidly. The estimated cost to catch and rehome the rabbits would cost the area around $40,000. This is just another great heads up of why we do not release animals into the wild, especially if they are something that is not from that area. If you have not heard of the lion head rabbits before, here's a little more insight. Lion head rabbits, they may be small in stature as they only reach two and a half to three and a half pounds. However, they're very active and get this, they grow still to be about eight to 10 inches at adult size and their life expectancy is eight to 10 years. That is a wrap on the news for now. When we come back, we're going to be talking fly fishing and sitting down with an individual who went fly fishing for the first time, and he's going to answer our questions on what surprised him, the do's, the don'ts, and why I think we all might be tossing the line in sooner than we thought. Don't go anywhere. More of The Ben Show is right after this. Pro Rodeo's top saddle bronc riders all in one location. It's rodeo time. The best of the best battle it out at the annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match August 5th at the Home on the Range in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. Get your chance at some of the cash with the live Calcutta Friday, August 4th at the North Dakota Cowboy Hall of Fame in Medora, North Dakota. Road trip. For more information and tickets, head to hotrnd.com. The Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match. It has been quite a run on the Bend Radio Show. Now, here's an interesting question for y'all. 
several listeners reached out and wanted to have more Western history and Western lifestyle on the show from time to time. So what do you think? What are your thoughts? Give us your input. Or are there topics that you want Beck to cover? What are your favorites? We want to hear from you. Our listeners are from all corners of the country, actually all corners of the globe for that matter. So weigh in and let us know. Bandradioshow at gmail.com or call and text us at 305-900-2363. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Welcome back to the Bend Radio Show, your news outlet for everything in the outdoors and Western lifestyle. Sitting down and joining with us here shortly is going to be Justin Hampton, a regular. He's been on the show a time or two. Tigger has him on the line here on hold right now. But he went down and is doing what we always say, pushing the limits and taking up a new hobby. Right, Tigger? Well, uh, as you'll hear, did it go good for him? Didn't it go good for him? him and uh, I got to give kind of kudos to Justin because he helped out especially me a lot when you were going through chemotherapy and you were going through your treatments he was helping do some stuff for the band he was giving us some reports and some different updates so I got to give a shout out to him for that absolutely Justin Hampton has been one of our Bend field staffers over the years and he will be excellent and giving us field reports right there as they're happening and down in the Ozarks so we greatly appreciate and yes Justin when I've been down under the weather and sick or sometimes I'm just got the heck out of here let's be real you've been wonderful to step in and help Tigger out so here's the story the location is uh, Elk Creek Missouri okay got it it's uh, I believe it's just to the east of Springfield kind of in that area to put it geographically and Justin tried something brand new that he never tried before. He's heard us talk about it a lot. And that is fly fishing. How did it go? So tell me about this first fly fishing experience of yours. Good, bad, and indifferent. Start me from the beginning how this all came about. And welcome to the good side of the force, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, a family member knows a guy that uh, is always looking for somebody to go fishing with him. And I was like, man heck i'll go you know well he didn't tell me that he was fly fishing he just said i'll meet you here at a certain time and i'm like all right i'll be there and i get there and he said you know how to fly fish and i'm like no i can spell it that's about it and i said <laughs> i've never tried it you know and he's like well that's what we're going to do today he said you don't mind walking do you? I was like no i like to walk that's no big deal and i was kind of you know why am I bringing waders anyways to go fishing? Cause normally I just wade through the Creek or whatever without waders. And apparently that's the thing you got to have when you're fly fishing to look good. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> so we went and, uh, it took me like 30 minutes just to figure out how to cast a stupid thing. You know, I was, and he's like, you no, caught you know, on that quick, that 30 minutes you were able to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Now I wasn't, I wasn't real good at it, 
I whipped a few lures off. You know, when you get the, you start hearing that whipping sound. Right. That's apparently that's no good. That's no good. Yeah, you you got it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I think I lost the lure on that one. But anyways, it we went on down through there, you know, and by the end of the day, I was doing pretty good. But it was it's a it's a, it's an experience. If you've never tried it, you need to do it. You know, and and I'm gonna keep going back till I figure it out because I enjoyed it that much. So what were you going after? We were going after browns and rainbows. Oh, you were? Okay, because you know that, I mean, I'll use a fly rod for everything from walleye to, you know, bass to sunnies to any kind of panfish. And and so you went and you had your waders on and you were actually out in in the water. Well, you had half the battle there won because you didn't have to worry about being on shore and you know, trying to build your fly line and, and having, you know, 30, 40 feet of this fly line behind you. And just like that, when you're ready to cast, it gets caught in the tree. Yeah, well, that happened a couple of times because where we were fishing, we're in the river. We're kind of in the mouth of the, where the river kind of starts, the creek part of it. And so it wasn't real wide, but some spots was pretty wide. And that's where I'd really try to get get the casting real good. And I, I, it didn't work out, but it <laughs> You know, it's we're we're fishing outside of the state park because if we fish in the state park, we got to buy a special tag, so we drive through there and get on the other side of the state park where the the fish funnel out. So, did, were you successful? No, nobody was. <laughs> you were skunked on it, so you yeah. still don't know that experience of what it's like to have something on the end of a fly rod. No. I, I tell Beck all this time, and she's slowly coming around. She's kind of digging this fly fishing deal, and I always say. It feels like you've got Shamu on the end of your fly rod, even though it's basically a minnow, even though it's a guppy, you know, finding Nemo pretty yeah. much. But, I mean, it's incredible the way that nine-foot, if you're using like a nine-foot rod, the way, I mean, that thing just bends. And, oh, boy, howdy. I mean, you think you're just, you know, winning the World Cup here when you got something on the end. Yeah. And, and I told the guys with, I said, how do I set the hook? What do I do if I do catch one? I'm like, because I'm used to bass fishing because you jerk. You know, and he's like, well, you jerk, but not like what you think. He said, just kind of barely pull it up and you'll set the hook. I'm like, well, that's going to be hard for me not to do. If I, if one bites, I'm going to be, you know, jerking like a bass right, or something. Right. So. Exactly. Exactly. So I guess the big thing is, did you have fun? And you said you would try it again, but are you going to try it again because it's personal and you want to figure it out? Or are you going to try it again because you went, you know, this is a little different. I kind of, I kind of think this is groovy. Both, both. I've, I, I always have to, I don't want to say master something because I'll never master anything, but I've got to figure it out where I'm efficient in my casting. You know, I want to be able to say, yeah, I can cast one or I can catch fish or whatever, you know, and plus it's fun. I mean, it's, it's a good half a day fun just to get out away and, and get away from everything, you know? So if you were going to give any advice to any other beginning fly fisherman, because I know what it's like, and and you say, well, it took me about a half an hour, and I started to figure out how to cast. I mean, it took me about a month before I could figure out how to do it. What What would you say? I mean, what would you say to them? Because you know from experience, I mean, it can get darn frustrating. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just do it. Just go out and find somebody that knows how to fly fish and just listen to them and just absorb everything they got to tell you. And at the end of the day, it's fishing. So who cares if it's with a 
bait yeah. caster or a fly rod or a bobber or, you know, with a bamboo pole. It doesn't matter. It's fishing. It's fishing. I mean, that's, that's the best part about the whole thing is you're out fishing. You're out in the outdoors, you know, out there, just you and nature. And you were able to park the baler and you didn't feel guilty one bit. Nope, not at all. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Justin Hampton, so good to have you back on the program, and thanks for taking a little bit of time that I could just call and, and catch up to see how things were going. So I'm glad to hear that you haven't given up on the whole fly fishing thing, but Beck, I'm going to throw you under the bus. You know exactly the frustration that Justin experienced when he was trying to, as he described, learn how to cast and, and what kind of flies to use and what you're going to do. So give me your your kind of take on this whole deal. On fly fishing in general and on if it's a sport to take up or not, is that kind of where you're going at Just this? Just your opinion of it because I've been trying to cross you over and have you do more fly fishing my opinion is on this and i grew up doing a lot of walleye fishing just to clarify okay so yes it has been like learning how to walk again learning how to fly fish but i will say just like any hobby you have the more times that you do said hobby and push yourselves into different elements of that hobby meaning adding a fly rod to your fishing arsenal the better fisherman you are going to become and i have indeed enjoyed learning fly fishing i have not been able to go and put the waders on and go in like justin was able right, to right. i'm looking forward to that however what i found that i love the most doing fly fishing is actually from my kayak versus going on shore because then i've always got a tree in my right yeah right there I, I, that, that tree yeah. just comes out of nowhere right you know catches your fly but there is that relaxation of being able to go into those neat little nooks and crannies and just toss that fly line right in front of your kayak that you just can't quite do with the finesse of a spinning rod as you can with a fly rod it it's a whole nother degree of patience but uh before we go to break true or false of what i told justin does it or does it not feel like when you have a fish on your fly rod, and it could just be a little sunny, that it feels like shamus on the end of that thing? Like, oh my goodness, I am going to set a new state record. Oh, it can be the smallest little bluegill that you could imagine, or a crappie Nemo. that shouldn't even be caught yet, and you feel like you are reeling in right. one heck of a big in. Like we'll you are going to win the it trophies all around. Hashtag tight lines all around, and you are excited and instantly turn into a little kid. So yes, whether you have done so or not, definitely give it a try, but make sure you go into it with patience. This is not a hobby that you are going to pick up and be reeling in that winning bass right out the get-go. We'll put it that way. Or the trout right out the get-go that's going to take the world record. But it is a lot of fun, and I think everybody should definitely participate. If you want to follow Justin Hampton, which we encourage you to do so, he is quite the outdoorsman and keeps us all in the know of down in the Ozarks area. You can catch him on Ozark Traditions TV as well as feel free to at any time send us any information or any questions you might have for his neck of the woods as one might say we'll be sure to get Justin back on the line and find out what his insight is on that little corner of paradise for now crew stay where you are when we come back you never know what's coming around the bend This is Beck. 
first, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Hey guys and gals, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Welcome back to your outdoors and Western lifestyle news outlet, The Bend Show. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. back and joining alongside Shotgun is Jeff Tigger Earhart. We are going to sit down and talk about cooking as we all love cooking. Have you ever watched cooking shows like Rachel Ray or say Gordon Ramsay and his Hell's Kitchen, for example? I love Hell's Kitchen. Have you watched ever closely and seen how when they're seasoning their meats, we're talking beef, pork, venison, chicken, fish, really any kind of meat that these chefs hold their arms high in the air, generously sprinkling the seasoning all over the meat. That's dumb. Did you ever think, though, Tigger, it was maybe done for theatrics? Well, yeah, that's why they're doing it, so that they can be all over social media. The guy with the glasses and he sprinkles on Having a little showmanship, one might say, you know, draw more attention to, wow, we're seasoning the meat. Well, get this, it turns out there's actually a reason to that high arm technique as I just found out. It is called, yes, the high arm technique. Meat is seasoned with the high arm in the air in order to evenly distribute the seasoning all over the meat. Evenly seasoning a dish or meats we all know can be extremely tricky, right? Well, this technique of holding the seasoning higher allows for gravity to work with that swirling motion as you're sprinkling resulting in a uniformly seasoned meat. Give me a break on that. You are I'm no. serious. Yes. You got to give, give it a, a try. I'm being serious. Yes. I'm going to try. You're thinking about your arm is way high and you're like, back. sometimes it's like two feet above the meat when you're watching these guys on TV. I thought you are just doing that TV. to show, be, show off. No, it's not to, for showmanship as you would have thought. Yes, I knew Tigger. You would immediately I'm think it was all for, look at me. I'm seasoning my meat. Finish well, the show. I'm going to go try. <laughs> yes. Give this a try. Okay. Swirling that seasoning high in the air slowly and seeing what happens that yes, your meat will end up being more evenly seasoned. Uh, the only doubt fall is you will need a slightly bigger prep area as it gets a bit messy but please give this tip a try 
as we are still in the month of grilling, I am going to give another tip, and that is in regards to cooking our steaks because steaks can get expensive. It doesn't matter what cut of steak you have. You want to make it delicious. This is my biggest tip. I always, especially if they've been frozen, I make sure they are thawed a minimum of about 48 hours before I am going to grill them. And in that last 24 hours before I grill them, they are put into a marinade. One of our favorite marinades is a teriyaki-based marinade mixed with some steak seasoning within it. But the key is to let it really sit there and maybe once or twice. Let the flavors get to know each other, right? You've got they it. Become yes, friends. exactly. Once in a while, while they're in that in that bag with the marinade, make sure you massage the steaks a little bit just to make sure it gets into the meat. And then the biggest thing is to take it out of the fridge a good hour before grilling. We're going to call this show Wrapped, folks. Thank you to my producer and sound engineer, co-host Jeff Tigger Earhart. Thank you to Justin Hampton from Missouri. Be sure to give him a follow on both Facebook and Instagram and tune into Ozark Traditions TV. Remember, folks, to keep sending in those questions as well as your area's field reports. That number again is 305-900-2363. Again, 305-900-2363. 2363, or you can always email bendradioshow at gmail.com as well as tag at the Ben Show on social media. We love hearing and seeing your life on and off the trail. If you missed part of this episode or you want to hear past shows, you can find them all on the website, thebendshow.com. And be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and to the Bend Show YouTube channel. Looking to change things up for your next event, conference, or awards banquet this fall? Have us, Tigger and Beck, entertain the crowd. We are PRCA Pro Rodeo card holders, where Tigger is a pro rodeo announcer, and we are PRCA music directors too. From MCs to event headliners, public speakers, let us make your gathering extra special. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, About You Photography, Home on the Range, Champions Ride, PRCA Rodeo, Buckstorm, Little Rack, Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. And remember to keep up with me back all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch back if you can next week on The Bend. <laughs>